I was thinking about uh, it was a good day today. And then I was like, Ice Cube's mom woke up in the morning, cooked his ass his favorite breakfast, and then he left the house all day. And I'm like, you know 100% that what she was doing at that time was making sure that he was out getting a job and so they could move away yeah. from a place where it's a good day when you don't have to use your fucking assault rifle. Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's I, what constitutes being a good day that you could stop at a stoplight and no one robs you and takes your car. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, I was that. like, that's 100% what his mom was doing because his mom in the song, he's not a rapper. No, he's just, I he's just him. Yeah. He's just a guy hanging out. Yeah. So essentially he's a grown ass man that's living at his mom's house eating his mom's food and he left for the whole day and she's like this is the day yeah why is mom cooking you know because he at least this looks is the like day he's like that 26. O'Shea gets a job O'Shea Jackson <laughs> no 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 I'm just saying no didn't no. get a job he just he went out and tried to get laid no, but he, he tried to make money he tried to make money on uh, playing on a little gambling craps he went out gambling and whoring yes. Everybody, welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me is an empty chair. To the left of me, a man that you've uh, heard on the last couple shows from San Diego, California. The lovely Dune. Todd, how are we doing? Doing good, Dune. Now Buck's not here right now because that's why I took his intro. Yeah, you did good. That was Todd. How are we doing? Uh. The, th- the thing is that Buck, because of his work schedule, couldn't do this show we're doing right now. And I'm going to level with the audience. This is the first show of this recording session. You've heard some other ones we've done, but we did this one first because Buck was going to be late. So we decided, me and Dune, we're going to handle this as fucking trained professionals. And then we just put it out last uh, in order. So that confuses anybody. If Giovanni's listening right now, completely losing his shit that we released a show oh, out of livid. order. Yeah. It's all about recording order. Yeah, so the recording order is a little off right now, but but we're letting you know that. We're not going to have this uncomfortable moment where we reference something and it doesn't make sense in context with the other shows. I'm into it. So, thank you everybody for listening to the show. And uh, odd experience the other day, doing if you can uh, illuminate me on this. Uh, across the street from here, there's a Ralph's grocery store, right? And Ralph's I, is my home grocery store as well. I think they charge too much, but they're close to my house. They are overpriced, but the thing is, it's right across. It's the street right from, there. Yeah, so I, I can't go, stop going there. No, no. Yeah. So I go there all the time, and I, as I was walking in the store the other day, I think I was going to go buy a six pack of Bud Light Platinum. Mm-hmm. I saw a chick who looked a little off. She was like a maybe forty five year old Caucasian woman who had kind of like some kind of crazy jittery mannerisms. Outside of the Ralphs. Okay. Like, she looked like she was a little unsettled. So, the chick was wearing, like, a, uh, I don't know, like a, like a skirt, like a mom jean skirt, and she was a little overweight, and she was a little crazy looking, but not crazy enough for me to think that, uh, 
Now, now we're looking at the computer. Dune and I had a, a small technical problem earlier doing the show, and now we just keep staring at the computer. Um, it's working, though. It's working. That's good. So the, the check look, looked a little off. I didn't worry about it. I uh, went about my way shopping, and I was in the back corner of the store. Uh, I forget what I was picking up. But I was picking up something, and I saw this woman walk into a corner. You know, they always have those flapping doors in the back of the uh, supermarket. To where get they, to the meat. To get to the meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or to get to the produce. Yeah. So I see her go, kind of go back in the corner right Did there. Did past her meat curtains? Yeah. Yeah. Like sex? Yeah. 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 Ugh. Yeah. No. The so, story took a turn that I don't like. So she takes something and I think it looks like something. The box looks like a Toblerone. Okay. You know those long skinny cardboard boxes yeah, yeah. that are, are, are full of some like kind of- Like a Lorna Dune? Yeah. Some kind of exotic Eastern European candy. Yeah. With with nuts in it? it? It came from the Alps. I don't know where in the Alps, but it's definitely Alps-centric. Wherever they make Andy's mints, okay. the same elven people are making the Toblerone. Yeah. So I see her take it and to just shove it in her pockets, and she starts stealing a bunch. I'm so like, glad it was in her pocket. Like, yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> Not so, right up the mom jeans skirt. Yeah, just... Uh, oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, oh, baby, you... Get- Getting in like a Toblerone, I want your bone, yeah. When I'm all alone, I want your Toblerone. No, she was just uh, trying to steal. Oh, it. she was putting her pocket. Right. Yeah, she's putting it in her pocket. So as I got, as as I saw that, the first part of me was like, "Oh shit, I caught someone stealing." Yeah, like I've got, I've got something on this person. Yeah, right, right. And I, that is stealing, by the way, for the sake of stealing. Yes. Because you're not stealing candy out of necessity. It's not a loaf of bread. You're not Aladdin at that point. You've got to eat to live and steal to eat. Right. You're stealing a luxury item. Yeah, exactly. A high caloric luxury yeah. item. It's not liquor. It's not a necessity. Right. It doesn't make the sadness go away. Well, it doesn't make the delirium tremens go away. Drew. Right? True. Yeah. So she's, she's keistering the Toblerone, mm-hmm. and I see this happen, and then I have this kind of slight moral quandary. Where I'm like, okay, the route, A, overpriced supermarket. Uh-huh. Okay. B grayish women i'm not saying complete gray but was it overpriced before people were shoving toblerones up their cooch or is it because people are shoving toblerones up their cooch i'd say it's the same percentage of the toblerone cooching going on at the local walmart as at the rouse i'm saying the same amount of thievery going on all right so i see it and then i think to myself do do i tell the people working here do i do i say some broad is stealing yeah like do i go tattletale because it was clear what she was doing was wrong yeah but at the same point i thought well but then the punishment for her stealing the toblerone might be probably too intense and what if she has two strikes yeah, it's 25 years. She could get 25 years to life. And then as a taxpayer, we're fucked because we got to spend $50,000 a year to keep this I agree. Toblerone thief in prison. Yeah. But there was also the sense of like, you can't just steal shit unless it's off the internet and then you can steal whatever <laughs> you like. But As long as it can be copied without taking the other copy away, you can steal shit. Okay. So if there, but if there was an infinite amount of Toblerone in Take the Take him as much as you like. We it, could end world hunger with your infinite Toblerone. Take as you like. Yeah. But you will pay, so said Christ. But So I thought to myself, ah, oh, shit, what, sh- what should I have done? Mm. And uh, I just went home. And I That's came what up, I would have done. Yeah. But I had that moment of maybe I should have done something. I came home and I told my wife. She goes, well, did you tell somebody? You would see she my have wife? told someone? Because I feel like my girlfriend would have told someone. Yeah, my my wife... My, my girlfriend would have told the person stealing that they shouldn't be stealing. And then in front of me, when I just sat there and just like... 
I agree with my girlfriend. Yeah. But then inside, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's go home and watch Vikings. <laughs> she would be like, why didn't you do anything? You saw that she was stealing something. Why didn't you do something about it? Why did I have to do something about it and confront this woman? Oh, would have been that conversation? Yeah. Is that because women have better morals than us? I think so. I think my wife has a real stronger sense of like right from wrong than I do, where I'm kind of like, you know, let certain people get away with shit. Like, what's what's the real damage versus the punishment? But, I'm weighing punishment versus damage on this one. But my girlfriend has the immediate response of, I'm going to deal with this shit. Yeah. And my response She's Hispanic, is, right? Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, they, they got to nip it in the bud mentality. And mine is manana. Yeah. Just manana. Yeah. Tomorrow I'll deal with it. Yeah. That is for future Dune. Yeah. Yeah. So my wife was like, you know, you should have said something. I said, but yeah. And then. What would you even say? Don't. Just, no, Toblerone. No. I think a better me would have. Remember, you were talking about it before we started the show. Dune was saying, there's the life he leads right now, but there's the better version of him that's doing all this other shit, like living in Santa Monica. The better me would have gone up to her. I don't and, think living to Los Angeles, living in Los Angeles County is better in any way. Okay. Right. Ever. But did you say there was a better you in Santa Monica earlier when we were talking? Yeah, that's a physical person. That's named Sam. Sam Skills. Oh, okay. So you're talking about a real guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. He's a real version of me. By the way, him and I have a new podcast that's coming out soon. But Would you he, like to plug? He, and he, oh, it doesn't have a name yet. But it's probably Dune and Sam do something because yeah. I like the uh, me and someone verb nouns as in Dune and Geo watch stuff or Dune and Geo drive stuff. Sounds With good. With stickety super fan Giovanni. But uh, no, no, I wasn't saying there's a hypothetical version. I'm saying there's a guy I can call right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Good. So have you ever se- caught anybody stealing anything? I've watched my friends steal things. Okay. I had to deal with the horribleness of there's this guy that came into our lives and he was a terrible person and just a drug addict. And he would leave. He would leave and we'd think that he was dating just a girl down here and then he'd take the train back home and see his family. But in reality, he left and went to a different girlfriend in a different city. Oh. And he'd just go back and forth. And when I was with him, he did this whole gambit of of, I'm going to steal this disc man so you could tell what year this was yeah and then i'm gonna go take it to a different target and yell at them until they give me my money back for it because i bought it and it doesn't work oh wow and it was like the morning after of doing some hallucinogens so my brain was like firing on nothing and i walked in with him and i'm like i don't steal things like why I, am i in oh wait okay, yeah, i'm you- not this person and i had to be with him and then this was while i was still living with my parents because i'm in high school and my mom's like hey, all right we're going to target uh, you want to go to target with me i'm like no no, I don't fucking I don't like Target. I fucking hate savings. Yeah. And and uh, I didn't say no. It's like one of those situations where you're be, due, due to the fact you're coming off of hallucinogens or on hallucinogens mm-hmm. when you don't quite get the gravity of what you're walking into until yeah. somebody points out the gravity. Then you see the matrix yeah. and you go, oh, shit, I just walked into that. I just walked in there thinking, why am I the only person here sweating? Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then uh, and then it had to deal with the fact that he's stealing things. And it's not cool. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I'm a morally reprehensible human being for not really stepping up. On no, this. no, no, no. You and I, we we want to keep the status quo. Yeah. I don't want to make any waves here. Yeah, it's she such an asshole position, own. though. It is, but you, know, you got to you know stand for something or fall for anything. You Here's know? the biggest thing: all superheroes are miserable. This is due to the '90s, right? When everyone, every superhero became a depressed person. And the, they they're still depressed, crimes. right? No, no. Yeah, yeah, they are. But my whole point is, I'm happy. I have shit to go home to where I'm like, I'm going to go home with my girlfriend. 
I'm gonna watch fucking my big fat American gypsy wedding. Oh, and relax. But that's you know. But I'm saying I don't have time to fight crime. I don't have time to do this shit. I'm content in my home. I want to cuddle up my dog. Uh, just film every single fucking cell of my body with alcohol. Yeah. And no, there's no time for that shit. Yeah. There just is no time for no that. No time shit. to make right in this world. How wrong is it? But it's like I have like kind of stupid ESP. Wait, I'm sorry, we're talking about Ryan Reynolds. What's going on? <laughs> is that what's going on? Let's get back to pooping. Let's get back to pooping. I do have a sweat problem on my feet and my hands, but also I do have hobbit foot and I got a little trail of hair right there. What's going on in Australia? Dodgers, Dodgers were playing there the other day. I can't figure out in Australia if I think it's the coolest fucking continent in the world where everyone's chill as fuck, where there's beautiful cities, where there's everything going on. Because everyone that comes over here, awesome. They're fun to hang out with, this and that. A lot of hot chicks, too. And then, then you go there and it's just everything kills you. There's like three cities on a whole continent. Three cities on a continent. Right. Nothing going on. And then I, I think about it because I'm like, I love Mad Max. I love... There's like Mel Gibson? I, yeah. Yes. He's never said anything wrong mm-hmm. in my book. Yeah. He's a solid human being. Upstanding. And his father. And then uh, and then, <laughs> point is, where do you stand on this? Because Where I, do I, I stand on an entire country? Yes. Because... I, sorry. I've been thinking about it a lot. Giovanni told me to read the uh, Chopper books. I read the first one. What's he, that? He's, he's a Australian folk hero. It's not really a hero. He just died at the end of last year. He is a criminal that only kills and hurts other criminals. He's written a bunch of books. Great writer. Very mm-hmm. intriguing. And he's just... He's an interesting guy. Spent most of his life in prison. He only, like, attacked, you know, just, like, drug dealers that preyed on people and got them hooked and this and that. And I'm just so baffled by what's going on that continent. I've been thinking of Australia constantly. I'm, part of me is like... I got these fights from Geo. I'm going down. I'm going to Australia. I know Aussie Dave. I'm, he's, he's a guy from Australia. Okay. Dave. I yeah, added yeah. Aussie to his That's name because, figured, yeah. because he's That's from what Australia. You just yeah. 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 If someone called me Cali Dune, I'd kill myself. Yeah. Well, uh, people from California don't say Cali. It's only people who aren't. That's from. very, very true. That's why yeah. they would be calling me Cali. Yeah. But uh, I, just, I don't know where I stand on this. I've been putting a lot of thought into this being the shittiest place in the world and the greatest. I think here's the deal. I think... For, uh, I've got I got a very nuanced opinion on Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, uh, I think we miss miss the bus on Australia. I think Australia was happening. It's probably a boat, to be fair. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, we missed the boat on Australia mm-hmm. and the Carnival Cruise mm-hmm. because Australia, I've heard now, is basically just like a bunch of Amer- uh, American chain restaurants. It's basically just kind of like it got really Americanized, and so there's nothing going to be that. Uh, Australian about it anymore. You're going to go there and you're going to be like, I flew all the way over here to go to an Olive Garden. Yeah. They play cricket. They Cric- have a whole new koala exhibit at the San Diego Zoo too, which yeah. is like right by my home. So why leave? And then also, Australians are basically rednecks with English accents. Right? They're wild people. They're, they're kind of a, they're an improvisational people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you've seen Mad Max. You mm-hmm. see what they do with cars. Mm-hmm. All right. They, they, uh, they, they kind of scream at each other. They, they call each other Sheila. Because, because they're a prison colony, they do what prisoners do, which is say, okay, we have a toilet paper roll here, and I need to murder this guy. Mm-hmm. How can I make this happen? And they figure it out. Yeah. 
I'm saying, you know, but, but I'm I only d- talking about them in the post-apocalypse. Clearly, right now, no, no. But I think that they're they have like uh, they're really into the stick-up hair. Like the women all have like lesbian like stick-up haircuts, like mm-hmm. uh, like flat tops. The men all have. You ever seen that? The Australian women with the longer flat top, like the the Dame Judy Dench flat top, like Kid and Play. No, or did I go too long? Not with a it? not a not a uh, not a fade. Okay. Not a high top fade. Okay. Okay. But, you know, and so I think that I'd rather go to the motherland where they're from England, where the people are a little more civilized, because in Australia, it just seems like a bunch of wild white people gone crazy. I love England. And and skin, and skin cancer. I'm on the fence about skin cancer. Yeah, your nay? Yeah, your nay on skin cancer? You, well, you got to earn your skin cancer. Um, no one ever got skin cancer that was just like, oh, you know, I, I did a lot of cross-country skiing. My grandpa got skin cancer mm. on his ear, right? Yeah. And he's like, this is how I go. That's fine. I'm, I'm checking out. Sorry, I'm not going to get the surgery. not going to do this and that. Outpatient, lopped off an earlobe, fine. See, but that's he, a, he wanted to just say, fuck it. That's the thing with skin cancer is that it's always weird to me that something can kill your entire body that's just like a little spot on the tip of your nose. Yeah. Like, I don't buy that. That's what killed Michael Jackson. I don't... Well, Skin cancer? Share your bed. Share your bed. Share your bed. There's nothing more loving than to share your bed. I want some milk. But yeah, he got the vitiligo and, uh, and then he died. He didn't, he didn't die of vitiligo. He died of... No, a, no. He got the vitiligo and then he died. Are you denying this? I mean, your logic is clear, but yeah. it wasn't the vitiligo. He got it and then he died. He did get it and then he died. But uh, Done he, and done. Done and done. Next one. But logic does not... So I'm saying that Australia, I would put it in terms of all the different places I'd like like to go. I, I, I put it pretty far on the list because, again, you're going you're gonna to fly 23 hours. You're going to get there and there's only going to be three cities to hit. You're going to see a bunch of people that look like people from Mississippi with English accents, right? You might yeah. see some bizarre animals. Now, the kangaroo... Let's go tease the Mississippi. Yeah. Every dude in Mississippi has a goatee. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've been in Mississippi lately. It's thinning. <clears throat> Wait, this is going to bring me in my next point. That yeah. wasn't a point, but it still is going to be a point. Why the fuck did you go to India of all places? Because you're talking about the 23-hour flight to Australia yeah. where people speak your language. Yeah. They love the beer. I'm tired of hearing my language. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yes. You're tired of being able to communicate with I'm people tired. you see? I wanted to make my life more difficult. I wanted to get back to the basis of me. I wanted to go back into an infantile state where I'm just learning this to is, express myself beyond language. No, everybody there spoke English, this actually. This is like nothing that Jimmy Buffett talks about regarding vacation. No. He's not like, I need to resort back to an infantile state. No. Nah, 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 nah. Let's have some margaritas. Well, the, the thing is, you could tell somebody's where their life is at based on their reaction to my India trip. Yeah, it just bums me out. Okay, so... so okay, no, wait. <laughs> where so, am I? Right, but, okay, my garage. But, but what happens it's is... Beautiful. People who maybe uh, in their life, their whole bit was like, I need to get to Hawaii because mm-hmm. I want to see a beautiful, more better world. But mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're from LA and things kind of nice and you've had a good life or you've seen a bunch of different shit, you're like, I'd like to challenge myself on vacation. I want to make my vacation as difficult as possible. I want to really... save for a whole year just to bum myself out? Basically, yes. But I came back... But the funny thing is, this is totally off topic, but I came back actually... More bummed out than before I left. I, I came back. Great with, vacation, Todd. Yeah, <laughs> where some people they come back they're like they feel refreshed. Yeah, I was like my biggest thought coming home was 
oh my god i'm on a like i appreciated my life 10 times more i was like my quiet street without 5000 people walking down it and honking horns and a fucking cow and a camel and the smell of 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 poop and desperation instead of going on a vacation recharging your batteries and stuff you just introduce battery acid like to your bloodstream yeah i basically took 5 years off my life but i came back with this a greater feeling of the meaningless of life because when you go to India, you come back and you go, some shit in this world can't be fixed. Like you walk away going, there is no fucking hope here. You know, I, and I wasn't trying to, be, you go there, look, but you go down to some place with zero infrastructure, everything's collapsing, way overpopulated, and people are thin and need a bite to eat. And you go, I don't, if I was the mayor of this town, I wouldn't, I'd burn it to the fucking ground. Yeah, there would be nothing. Yeah, like, and collect you, on insurance. You got to move and go it. to a place that's not India with the insurance money. Yeah, you got to move. Yeah, you got to take everybody somewhere safe for like a decade, raise the place, built it up with some infrastructure, bring all those fucking people back in, and then try to do something. So yeah, I had that point of just fuck it. Like it was a very almost depressing thought to me because I'm kind of an optimist. I think the world can be a better place, but. No, clearly India proves otherwise. Uh, (laughs) Fuck this. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Quick side note. Since you used the word raise, R-A-Z-E, which people rarely use. Yeah. I don't want to brag about my uh, 14-year-old hating the system, but one of my bands raised the flag, R-A-Z-E. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty tough. So good. Screw you, dad. Someone raped me for three days, and then I got money out of it. That's a a good weekend for me. The thing that I'm concerned about, thing, Trip, is how long did the flight take, and what did they show on it? Imagine if Buck was dying, you know? And you had to eat Buck. Well, I'm a celebrity. I'm at that point. I have the podcast. I'm, I'm a local celeb. So, Dune, you ever see a guy, and he's, like, really well put? I've seen tons of guys. You've seen dudes? <laughs> yeah, I've seen yeah. tons of dudes. You're making a note. You're like, that's a dude right there. Yeah, yeah. I, see one? You're I, looking at one right now? I can tell the difference at least 70% of the time. Between chicks and dudes? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, first, you got to check for the Adam's apple. That's uh-huh. what I've learned. Rub my hand across the throat? Even if you're not sure. Just you just gotta check. Like I every, do that every time, even like with my wife. Mm-hmm. Even though I've known her since the Clinton administration, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, we've uh, engaged as adults do many times with but, your dingle in her hoo-ha hmm? maybe i'm just saying this guy's got some before thrust thrust skeet cry shame i always check for the adam's apple uh-huh just in case well it's just good but, practice that's what they call safe sex because you never know but i've found that i'm one of these guys and i don't know if you feel this way and just judging you from how i know you i'm thinking you're probably better at this than i am but there's cer- sex and no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, well, no. Well, you know, it's well known that I have the ability to really bring it sexually, but uh, really satisfy a woman. I feel like I satisfy her in other ways, like my ability to do the dishes. Yeah. I, I satisfy a woman more than uh, an episode in season three of Grey's Anatomy. Wow. Yeah. But you ever see a dude, like, I notice this a lot in my my professional life, where I'm like at a meeting and there's guys that can really put themselves together. Mm hmm. Like there's a guy that like his clothes fit him appropriately. Like his he's shirt. not wearing a Raiders visor and a signed Richard Simmons shirt. No, yeah, like I'm wearing right now. Yeah, and not a sticker that says they went to Big Thunder Ranch at Disneyland. Like like I'm wearing. Like you're wearing right now. Yeah. But you do have a nice Fred Perry shirt. I on do. It. I do. I got it from Ian Stewart, a screwdriver. Oh yeah. 
Of Screwdriver? Ian Stewart, their singer who died. Wait, of Swerve Driver? Screwdriver. The racist band? I would say they're just proud of being English. <laughs> That's why they rock so much Fred Barry. Okay. <laughs> really, though? No. No, they're super racist. I know, yeah. They're ra- yeah, horrible people. We did, we did a bit on the show about them one time, a while back, but... So, but do you ever see a guy and like, I'll, I'll notice, I'll like, I'll go to work meetings and then, you know, we'll go m- meet the blah, blah, blah client or even in my own office. They're my whole professional life. There's guys that they can keep it together. These even guys that you're friends, they go out, they look nice, their clothes fit, their hair's done right. Me, even if I put, yeah, yeah. me, even if I put the most effort together, I can't keep a good look going for more than like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I'll get out of the shower, but then shortly, like I can't even present it well. Like, if I sit in a chair, like, I don't sit up appropriately. Like, I slouch. You know, I... I, I have that too, yeah. I, I think either A, this guy wastes too much time on keeping his look together. Mm-hmm. But then part of me, like, part of me is like, eh, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. But then part of me is like, I just wish for one day I had the option to do that. The time, the motivation, the morning, because the morning... Or the technique, or the technique. Oh, you know, yeah, to, yeah. the to ability. Sh- the ability. Like, just to shave and get out of the house and not look in the mirror and then go, oh, shit, I missed a spot. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm never going to put a good look together any day. You know, I can. I, that's why I've opted for the life of the bohemian-looking, kind of disheveled guy. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm rebelling. Is because well, it is because I'm rebelling in a certain way. But what are you rebelling against? I don't know cleanliness. <laughs> you look like uh, Todd. I drove out to your house in the fucking suburbs, and it looks like you know. it's Todd Perry and Rage Against the Hygiene. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I I could never do like. The I could never bust a Don Draper, mm-hmm. where just like you know the 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 handkerchief in my left front pocket was just so like where my my shit was crisp. I would eventually I would be wrinkled and horrible looking in two minutes. The worst part is when you get dressed up like <laughs> because I had to get dressed up at a funeral like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, um, and oh, it's right. probably your fault. I'm really bringing um, the show down, man. and and I was like, man, I look fucking great. And then I'm like, never doing this again. Yeah. I'm wearing Docker shorts. That's that's the sign of giving up. Ooh. Docker shorts. Docker. Sh- that's that's. A, I have a pair of Dockers. That's what I'm wearing. Mm. I left the house wearing Dockers today. Mm. Polyester Docker. Mm. But the point is, I, I don't know. I I always the insecure part of me is like, they just had to build that up and that ability because they can't flex their ability to be interesting without looking good. But in reality, most of those guys are nice and smart and cool. Yeah, and they they. Here's the here's the biggest thing. They don't have the addictive gene. Oh, so you think this is an addict thing? Like we yeah, have, yeah, we have yeah, to yeah. personally like destroy what we have. Yeah, because we you and I both do the thing. I'm just assuming where mm. your body starts detoxing from the booze around three or four in the morning. You wake up, pee and stuff, but you don't really have to pee. You're just awake because your body's getting the booze out. Oh of yeah. It. Oh, I had that, have that. I'm gonna have that tonight because I'm gonna drink during the during doing the show. Yeah, and then uh, I'm gonna go to bed. And then right before I go to bed, I'll start thinking about everything I said on the show. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. And, and I was drunk when I put that show out. Did I say anything about anybody? Yeah. It'll kind of fuck with me. I'll go to bed. I'll wake up at four in the morning. Yeah. I'll get up. I'll, I'll pee. And then I'll lay back in bed. And then I'll get this weird kind of tense feeling in the chest. But that's the detoxing because it's not like a full pee at that time. Mm. It's a, I'm peeing because I'm awake and I have to pee. But in yeah. reality, I'm awake because my body's getting alcohol out of its system. Yeah so sad but, but but how does that fuck with my look during the day because you wake up feeling like shit every day every fucking day oh, yeah. and it's and it's funny because it's not even like you realize it's feeling like shit because you're like this is morning mm. that's what i do too i'm like this is what morning feels like 
I'm not a morning person, but no, no, that guy doesn't have the addictive gene. He wakes up feeling refreshed. Mm. Not like, oh, dear God, where's caffeine and or something else stronger? Yeah. He doesn't have that. He went, oh. So he can spend his time with with the appropriate brush, getting getting the hair right. You know, he, he doesn't do the vampire hiss at the lights when he turns them on in the morning. <laughs> he can shave, yeah, because I use half the lights Whoa. on the yeah. yeah. I mean, that could be it, and I'd like to sit and deflate that point mm-hmm. by saying this, that when I was in fourth grade, I was not drinking that heavily. Yeah. You know, I was just, I was sticking to... Like a quarter of a fifth a day, like nothing. It was mostly just Seagram's wine coolers because... Yeah, that doesn't count. Because Bruce Willis was talking about them on TV. And oh yeah, the, the the lava lamp just put its first blob up. It was very exciting. Oh yeah, and, and but then I was the kind of kid with the stick up hair and the cowlick when I was in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. You know, and like would wet it and it wouldn't quite go down right. I, I, I I've, you, wait, were you the funniest kid in fourth grade? Did you talk the most? I'd say so. Yeah, so did I. That's why we didn't have to develop the skill to be good looking and get the attention of the ladies. So it it is actually a uh, a positive part of our personalities which has allowed us to be disheveled because we don't have to pull off the uh i feel like that's a real narcissistic way of looking at it so that i didn't i say before that i'm going to look at it this way because it makes me feel better mm, fair yeah oh no that's just a smart good attractive dude that takes care of himself and can handle business <laughs> yeah but, but sometimes when i see the guy that puts way too much effort into his look i think what are you insecure about yeah. You're obviously not... It, but I say that they, too, but I'm saying it's a defense thing. Me and that guy are insecure about different things. Yeah. I think everybody's going to find me boring, so I got to work hard at cultivating some form of personality. Yeah. Right? Like, I need people to appreciate me, and maybe that's my only value in life, therefore I've worked real hard at focusing on it. Yeah. And this guy's like, I was blessed with a good jawline, my, why not accentuate it? Or... He didn't just say, fuck it, I'm growing a beard? Or maybe he was, yeah. Or is that just me? That's just you. <laughs> okay, good. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly envious of the guy who can put himself together from time to time. Oh, I'm more time. than slightly, yeah. When you're just like, what the fuck are you doing today? It's a Tuesday, you're going to work, then you're going maybe to get happy hour, then go home and watch fucking, what did those people watch, Two and a Half Men? Yeah, they love it. Yeah. If yeah. you didn't tune out with the Austrian joke. It's going, it's going to get a lot more fucked up in here. Come on, no one watch basketball? There you go. Oh, that's doing something in my stomach. I actually have appliances yes. and a dish rack, which is mostly empty. I'm setting my phone right now to a three-minute timer. Okay. I would like for you in three minutes to win me over on your Eastern faiths. On my Eastern faiths. Yep. You're two seconds into this already. Oh, okay. So oh, you want me to sell you... Any one of them. Eastern religion. Yeah, Taoist. Have I talked a lot about this on the podcast? I guess maybe You're into it. You are into it. Really? Yeah. I I feel like if you were to listen to a bunch of my shows, that wouldn't be a takeaway, but... No, no, it is. I'm spiritually bankrupt. I can can take anything right now. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, 21 seconds. All right. I'll I'll, I'll sell you one. uh, The the only religion I've come across or whatever that I'm like, that kind of gets my head right. Is it Hare Krishna's? No. No, but when I was in India, I saw a lot of that. My girlfriend's boss is Hare Krishna. He's white. Mm. I think most Hare Krishnas around here are white. Yeah. It's an offshoot of... Uh, anyway, I've got three minutes. Seconds. So I used to go... In 2006, I used to attend a Taoist temple in which Taoist is an ancient Chinese By religion. By yourself? 
Yes. Do you want me to not interject? No. Well, I mean, what? It's your fifty-four you're, seconds. You're setting the rules here, and basically, Taoism. I read the book The Tao of Pooh uh, back in 1997. The Taoism is basically the belief that. Uh, it's it's not really a belief in a god or whatever. It's about having finding harmony in existence with the universe around you. So it's this realization that um, life is not about achieving one thing. It's about kind of living in harmony with the way, which is the Tao. And so there's a Tao of everything. There's an art of it. It's the idea that silence is a note in music. Is like a very Taoist kind of idea. So John Cage is a Taoist. Oh, I'd, I'd assume so. Lots of art kind of follows by the basic kind of rules of the Tao. And by the, the, the thing is, the, the more you study it, the more you realize that soft overcomes hard. There's a lot of, a lot of different principles. And the, the, one of the greatest principles is the principle... Soft that, always wins, unless you have hard for four hours, and then you got to call your doctor. Hi. That was a Viagra joke. Is the idea of the uncarved block, and it's things in their purest form. So it's the appreciation of things in the purest form. I don't know. Taoism, it's a, it's a very, uh, the concept of the yin and yang is Tao. I used to have a yin and yang poster on my wall, so I'm pretty into Taoism. Did you smoke a little weed and look at it? This is when I was like eight. Mm. I grew up where a lot of people were smoking weed. Mm. But there was a, one of, another thing is blessed are the things that come and go easily. Uh, the Tao is always something that I, I read and I really dug because it, it kind of reflects... 30 more seconds it, to truly win me over. It reflects lots of the ideas on art that I have. And the greatest thing is it's a religion. It's not a religion, but it's a philosophy that has a lot of humor in it. And it's based on really appreciating the lack of permanence of anything and laughing in the face of Confucianism, which was basically the hard set rules of the day. So the, these guys were kind of the laughing monks that made fun of that stuff. They made fun of breaking the world into hard set rules. Uh, the number one thing I'd ever do nah. is I'd read the. That was three minutes. I but was, I'm going to let you keep going because you didn't start interesting me until uh, two minutes and 50 seconds. Okay. So keep I, going. Uh, as the takeaway, there's a philosopher named Alan Watts who's I've written like read like 12 books by him and he Did he build the Watts Towers? Uh no. Oh. That was an Italian guy. Huh. <laughs> but uh Alan Watts is an English guy that uh, was like a psychedelic guy who was like an old like Harvard professor and uh, he wrote the book on the taboo about knowing who you really are and he is the most brilliant mind I've ever heard in terms of religion cuz I'm like an atheist it's not into that stuff but this guy when he talks about his concept of reality it's like it, it's pretty mind blowing and it makes you realize uh, how to find harmony in this world. Is that clean? I like that. Is that is that okay? I think I did nothing to sell you on Taoism. NyQuil is like weed back in the day, you know, you didn't get, you didn't get the high strains like you do now. Do you think the security is just too embarrassed to go, excuse me, sir, could you unzip your ruse? <laughs> the seven plagues. You don't want to see them. I'm ready to see them. You ain't ready, but I am. I base my uh, love of uh, Indian people on Punjab from Annie. I think we've hit peak ironic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like the basic idea is when you watch a lot of commercials today, you see the old Spice guy who's like this hyper masculine character. He's a caricature of himself. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and of he's this mo- really masculine guy. Or mm-hmm. you see the world's most interesting man. And he is this guy who's lived this this crazy lifestyle. And he's he's got the beard and the voice. And he's like, uh, he's, again, hyper-masculinity personified of anything that would make a real man. Right? But we're making fun of these people. 
so because of that, so we're, we're, we're living in a culture where, where, uh, where hyper-masculinity is seen as like this kind of ironic I thing. I just feel really bad right now. Oh, it's okay. You, you, I, to be fair, I'm feeling very sensitive at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and, and then these days we're starting to see, you know, the guys like Brian Wilson on the Dodgers with the crazy beards. The other day I was having uh, dinner in Long Beach and there was like five guys in the restaurant where I was sitting who had beards down to their nipples, mm-hmm. like the big, long, crazy beards. And I was thinking, okay, these guys are doing this on some level as like irony, right? Like if you were to press the guy, like if I went up to the guy with the big, crazy, psycho, long beard, I would say, what, what's the deal with the beard? Would the guy give me a good reason as the crazy beard guy? Like, this is my expression of myself as a man? Or would, would he be like, hey, isn't it funny? I've got a crazy beard like I was on the 1919 White Sox. It's the kind of guy who has that that brings up the beard in every conversation. I'm Sir Beardo. Ha ha ha. Right. Like, he, needs a, he needs a thing. Like, yeah. again, we were talking about the well put together guy the other day. Yeah. And that's how he, that's his social currency. Yeah, the guy with the big beard is the big guy. Got the big beard. So, is it so shallow to think the guy with the big crazy beard needs attention? Or obviously you do if you're going big crazy beard. Or there's an if ideology you're going big behind big crazy anything you need attention. Yeah, okay. If you, but then I, I feel like I want to disappear. But then I can have still have holes in my face like I'm from 1997 and shit like that. Yeah, you got some plugs. And I got the uh, I got the beard, but the beard. I feel like I do. Earlier, I said I had to defend this to you, and you said don't bring it up yet. The beard I have now is the girlfriend works at a tattoo shop that also has a barber with a straight razor thing. So you're covering up a face tattoo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's not a full swastika, but it, it elements of it's, the swastika. It's a half swastika. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it means business still. Yeah. But uh, but my beard right now is shaved on the top part, yeah. which I now have to keep up. It's very yeah. It's a very severe. Line I look Armenian, but I mean, you don't have a big crazy Brian Wilson the Dodger beard. But that's because, dude, trim my facial hair. By the way, straight razor shave, not as close as just shaving with a shitty disposable razor. Everybody always says that. Oh, I got the the straight razor shave, and it's like my ass is like a baby's bottom. I feel so pure. I feel wait. Purified. Who do you know that's getting their ass shaved with a straight razor? No, they, they were saving their face and say the face was that. But that <laughs> I would actually. <laughs> this dude straight razor my ass. It looked fucking fantastic. I, I, that visual, I've never thought of that. Like this, I'm sure there's. I'm sure if I just Googled that really quickly, I would find that there's like the ass shape. Uh, you know, straight razor guy somewhere in L.A. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> who's making a million dollars getting that old school the the old school shaving cream yeah. with the little uh, what do you call it the little whiskey brush? Yeah. And he's putting it on the ass, wrapping your cheeks and. A warm towel, and he's coming down there. Oh god! It's fine. You get to the hole, and then I don't, I don't want any blades near the hole. You know, you got to go Brazil. Maybe he goes Brazilian once he gets to the. I'm prone to Rhea and wiping too many times is enough for the hole, and that's soft paper that's meant for that, not a fucking razor blade. So is the guy? I, my take. Sorry, away, we got into butthole shaving. I know. I mean, this is eventually there's a there's a gravity on the show, which yeah. eventually it all just leads to butthole shaving. It, 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 well, it all goes to uh, it all goes to diarrhea eventually. Yeah. The show yeah. will go eventually find its home there. Talk about diarrhea, but okay. So the, if I talk to the guy with the crazy ass beard, and if you have a crazy ass beard, comment on the show at farlpodcast.com. But um, I'm thinking that this societal trend is because of the success of feminism. And maybe uh, Dune and I... Well, I'm, I'm 37, you're 28? 27. 27. So your experience is slightly different from mine in that I grew up in the, like, everything masculine is wrong 
Everything about expressing masculinity is wrong. Like, my mother wouldn't let me play with guns. I didn't have G.I. Joe's as a kid. I didn't but, have G.I. Joe's either. But. Just Zartan, because he, he could change color. And I had Ninja Turtles. But. Yeah. The weird thing about that, I've never been in a fight. I feel like that's work. I have no aggression in me. I never, yeah. I, like, wasn't spanked as a kid. I never oh. had this and that. And I oh. never. My mom's like, my mom, my parents, not hippies. Yeah. Vote pretty much Republican. Yeah. And we're just like, you know what? I don't think that war is a game. I don't want my kid playing with that and didn't have G.I. Joe's yeah, and shit. I, and then uh, I also had the conservative religious mother who mm-hmm. was uh, politically moderate, but worked for like, you know, defense, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like at like Northrop or whatever. But she would because of her. The funny thing is because of her religiosity, she didn't because she was very hardcore religious. She didn't believe that that war is something you play with. Yeah. And that that's a weird thing because most of the way people interpret religion in America is kind of most of the people who are very Christian are also very pro America getting into wars. Which so is goes weird. so goes the stereotype. Yeah. But my mother, I was raised in a religious family where it was like all about peace, which seems kind of more in line with the teachings Isn't in the book. Is that Unitarian? Is that what they're all about? They are. Oh, this was Methodist, which was you know, Protestant. But uh, so okay, so back okay, we got feminism. And I'm saying that basically because people society-wise are starting to see feminism as something as like women are equal, therefore now men can kind of enjoy masculinity a bit. There's a huge part of that. We yeah. can play with it. And now it's it's not threatening anymore. Whereas in 1995, having the beard down to your nipples, unless yeah. you're in ZZ Top and you had a spinning guitar that was fuzzy, mm-hmm. was an intimidating thing. Mm-hmm. Like that was, a, that was a scary mountain man. That was probably going to rape you and... It was a little rapey. Shove corn nuts up your ass, but... What? So I'm saying that... (laughs) I think... And and people can tell me I'm wrong. If you're a crazy beard guy, again, let us know. But I'm thinking it's it's this... It's okay now to embrace your masculine side. But but it's ironic. It's it's not the people that are... They're not really embracing it. They're actually just being... They're graphic designers. Right. They're not lumberjacks. They're, not- they're, they're guys that work at bars in Long Beach that are disguised as speakeasies. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So, so is it, I mean, it's, st- it's still okay. I'm saying express yourself as you like. And I'm maybe, expressing with my full capability. Now I'm living in correctional facilities. No, I live in Mission Valley. It's in San Diego. It's a bunch of white people. Uh, and it's by a river? Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. that's fine. Um, but so, yeah. So, in the end... I think we've hit the point of peak ironic masculinity. Like, I see these beards everywhere. I see the ironically masculine TV commercials everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I think it. I think as a, a societal trend, it's done. And maybe I'm just saying that because I don't have the ability to grow a crazy-ass fucking beard. Not much. No, I just... I get that. I get a but you're part savage. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, they don't grow facial hair. No, they love the tecate like you're drinking. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm part of a, a smooth-haired Aboriginal people. Mm-hmm. It's the Perrys, <laughs> yes, of Australia. But I get a be- I get a mustache and I look like Paul McCartney on the back of the Sgt. Pepper album. All right, like he's not going full facial hair with no. mustache-wise, like like you know Lennon can. You know? Yeah, I have a big soup strainer. That's that's the thing. So women, if you're into here, here's the deal. If you're a soup strainer, women, which I've never really heard about, but if there's a chick that's like, you know what, I like a guy with a little bit of, a little bit of distance, you know, in between, in, in between the two halves of the mustache. Uh, I'm your guy. I would like to know the ladies of the audience. What, what is your reaction to that? Would you holla back at me? Yeah, yeah. God is great. 
Yeah, God's good. What if God was one of us? My feet do sweat more than the average man is. No, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. I, I have the constant need, and now you live in this house, which is beautiful, in a white people area. Yeah. And in, a, in a what? White people area? Uh, what? No. It, it, no. Look, look across the street. You got a black family, two houses down the left. Oreo. Hispanic guy to the right. Something brown with white in the middle. <laughs> R- really white people across the street. One yeah. of the guys is on the Olympic fucking... Uh, Curling. Polo team. That's white. That's heck of white. That's but, real uh, white. Uh, we've got some Filipinos and Brazilians to the right. Booty. Yeah, flip of beanos. Um, So my point is, I have a constant desire to go off the grid. And not off to, the to grid, go, but... Go off the grid? Move like somewhere... the grid. Okay. Far away from people. Okay. And it, and it constantly causes me of just, I'm going to move somewhere where I'm in the mountains. I don't buy it. You don't have, uh, I don't buy it. All I want is the internet. I want to work on an internet business where I ship something out of my home and that's it. Do you, do you not have that? Because I have it no. constantly. No. I, you, you've got that uh, Mark Chambers, I want an RV thing going on. Because Mark used to always, we used to, low budget, Mark would always talk about going off in his RV. But so I'm a serial wanna... monogamous too, though. Okay, so you want to be, be with your with, woman? I want my girl, my dog, one of the two cats, not saying which, and us. But I don't want to be an RV. I just want to live out somewhere where it's like an hour and a half to I can get to a post office. You want you want to do like Hunter Thompson at Owl Ranch? Yeah. Just sit in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. And, do you not have this drive? And and not be... And it, well, well, I, I want to unpack. I want to unpack your drive uh, more than that, please. Uh, so, do you want it to the fact to work because you don't? Because there's so much shit going on in this world, you don't want other things to affect you, and you want to be just still in your own mind and be able to execute without but I, being I don't wanna, bothered. I don't want to create. I don't okay. want to get shit done. I just want to be fucking just happy away from people. Okay, is it people or really? Because you, you to me seem like the kind of guy. In the limited time that I've known you, is the kind of guy that likes. That is a people person. That's a fun person. That is into maximizing the fun in situations. Not the... I, I feel like if I went I like, to a party, you wouldn't be the guy sitting in the corner. You'd come up and greet me and say, hello. That's because I have a problem with alcohol. My but, name is Dune. Li- okay. Well, that's good. Oh, you, but, want, you want someone to drink in silence? <laughs> really what I Away want. from judgment. I already told you earlier that I spend a lot of time every week just drinking in the bath alone. Yeah. Either reading or writing stuff or just whatever in the bath alone. Reading is difficult and, because the hands get cold. And I get the angry, lax dude conversations because I record podcasts in the bath. Oh, I like that. I do. It's it's a good setup. Got the condenser mic set up on a chair next to it. But the point is, I have the constant drive. I always want to do this. And I want to just say, me and my girl, done. Just us, buy shit on Amazon even. Like, I'll buy fucking milk on Amazon. Yeah. You don't have that drive. I feel no. like you should. Oh, God. No, I want to be down by the beach and hang out with a bunch of like weird people. That That's my drive. Oh, God. Yeah, that's I like. Now I just feel uncomfortable bringing it up because I thought yeah. you might have it in you. No, I don't have it in me. Oh, I have it in me. I have it in I have it. You've got so it. So deep. You've got the shinning. <laughs> so you've got it. I don't know. Like I'm not that annoyed by people around me. I get energy I don't feel like I am anymore. I'm an energy vampire. I feel like I, there's a big time in my life where I want to get away from people and now i feel much more like i want to be by myself with just me and my girl yeah that's it's a much different impulse than i just want to be the fuck away from people to i want to be happy and with just us see i see that uh, my first thing is that it's a control thing you just want to be able to manipulate your environment and the way you like it and there's like life is so dynamic that you could either have a world where you completely can't rude your phone went yeah, off. Yeah, sorry. 
Oh, look who's on the grid. Oh, someone's t- texting me about uh, height. <laughs> Is that the most stereotypical thing? Oh, like, goddamn. Todd Perry, someone tweeting him about drinking a height. But so I, I see that as a control thing. Like, again, you can either, you can set up your reality if you have enough money or whatever that you can either be in a totally positive environment around mm-hmm. like positive people and be fine and feed off that energy, or you can put yourself in an environment where people just don't fuck with you. Or you can put yourself in a situation of constant drama, and certain people love that and want that and search that out. I think I hang... By the way, this went fully from any concept of jokes into me staring at the love lamp going to full therapy session. Oh, yeah. And I think it's because I'm attracted to people that are very extreme in emotions, which means they're very interesting, but they're also very depressed, which also Uh. leads to them pushing their shit on me, which leads to me saying, you know what? Come up, come up to the cabin for a weekend. We'll hang out. But after that, you can move on out of the way, and I'll just be here with my girl. Yeah. Oh, so are you the kind of guy? We were talking about this on the show a couple episodes back, where if somebody in the room that you're in is in a bad mood, you it completely gets in your head. Well, I get texts all the time from like just depressed people, and it's fucking. I, I just, you know, when the you, not text. I'm talking. No, about, no, I'm, I'm talking saying, about feeling the energy of you, people in a room. You jokingly texted me and said, "Hurt people, hurt people." Yeah. I honestly feel like depressed people depress people. No, no, that's completely true. And yeah. I, but my point is, everyone's bummed out. No one's happy in America. People are so much happier in Africa, where there's nothing. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. all, it's all context. Well, no, the context is a funny. When I was in India, oh, I've been to India. When I, I know, I fucking hate bringing. I went this to up. England. Okay, I, I, I've been there. I love England. Oh, I've been to England too. I've been in England. Okay. But no, okay, no, no. See, I feel like I can't bring. Have you that. been to Fresno? I've driven through there oh i've driven through fresno no but whenever you pull the i've been to india thing immediate and i don't think i come back come off as a douchey person about it i was just curious I'm not listeners to if you think he's a douchey person go into a far out podcast <laughs> but when i but there was an odd thing when i was in india was that there are certain casts of people that you ain't getting out of that cast yeah you ain't you're you're not so gonna you have need any- to find happiness in that role as opposed to America where your role is you can do anything allegedly infinite which causes more anxiety. You can be a small black child born in Haiti and become president. Right, and that's why actually I think that there's a, a higher amount of crime here than Canada. You have the same amount of people with guns, but in here the sky's the limit, and people are depressed because they haven't hit the limit, and they've been told their whole lives that the world is your fucking oyster and that you can have everything and why aren't you a millionaire? And if you're not a millionaire, you're a fucking asshole, right? Yeah, and, and I'm an asshole. You're, you're a cheap, lazy son of a bitch who can't get his life together. Cause Tom, you make, stop it. Oh, are you taking all this personally? A little bit, yeah. But And so that's why people are you're more... You're bringing over the back hair too? People are more prone to crime than in Canada. Yeah, that is that is real back hair. But, so you want to get away from everything. I, I, I could see me doing that for a couple weeks and then kind of slowly melting down because I need other people's energy. This brings up my next point. Mm. My parents and brother, which, by the way, this is already shameful towards me because he's more successful than me because he went to college. But uh, they bought a uh, place in Crestline, which is out mm. kind of by uh, kind of Arrowhead. No, yeah. no, 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 no. In the mountains. All right. There's, they have a place where you want to record some podcasts for a oh, weekend. I'd like to do a weekend of me and you, Buck, a suitcase full of whatever. Turn on the recorder. Yeah. Go to Crestline. Yeah. Yeah. 
But so, I, I mean, I like the idea. Maybe I just want the option to turn everything off, which I don't have. I've lived next to freeways for the last decade since yeah. I moved out of my parents' house. See, I, I like the idea of going out to Palm Springs and going out and just going to fucking chill, nothing but the sound of the desert. I love that. And right. a little bit of golf. And I love that. But I like the ability to turn it off slightly, but not pull the plug. Because your old lady will get in your head. Imagine that. You, your woman. Imagine how weird things can get with no outside influence in a relationship. Like, that's like a Petri dish. And there's no other elements getting in there to fuck with it, but just you and her and each other's brains. And then 10 years later, people come to see you like, what the fuck happened to Dune? Shit. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. I'd like to thank Dune for finishing up his uh, nice little stint here in the Far Out Garage. It's been a pleasure. Uh, plug something. Twitter, website. Uh, fucking Dune at Twitter. Just D-U-N-E. Fucking Dune. How, we, how the fuck did you get early adopt? Uh, that, that's I showed what you I the thought. goddamn I Heart the Internet tattoo. I know. I love it. I uh, love it. Uh, it was just me, Will Wheaton, and Warren Ellis when I signed up for Twitter. <laughs> and then... Uh, DeanRightsGoosebumps.com Fucking DuneNGO.com For me and Superfan Giovanni's commentary Fucking That's it I don't know what I'm promoting Thank you, Dan